You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Must be my lucky day. He is a metahuman named Sand Demon. The whole naming the bad guys thing, that's my thing. So, let me teach you how to stop him. How exactly do you know all this? Where I came from, they called me the Flash. It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, featuring Hot Girl, Hawkman, and uh, not Gambit, although he's he's next week. Uh, I'm Anthony Lewis, and I'm Glenn Bove. Are you looking forward to next week's not Gambit? What's his What's his name? Do you know uh, this guy? I I forgot. Oh, I have to look it up. I completely forgot it. It's on. I think it's on Arrow, right? Yeah, it's Arrow is where the guy has card tattoos. Yeah, and he can pull them off his body and use them. I guess I don't know. It's a metahuman, clearly. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Not terrible CGI. No, not really. Which is weird, considering. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Arrow is doing that much better than. Than Flash, but actually, you know what? It's not. the uh, The season premiere of Flash last week did three point five million viewers, whereas the season premiere of Arrow did two point six million. Ooh. So yeah, Flash is doing better than Arrow is. Uh, that is for sure. And the rating did dip slightly for the Flash this week, where it did three point four million. Uh, Double down. Uh, that's his name. Double down. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, so Glenn and I are here each week to discuss the DC double shot on the CW. Soon to be maybe a triple shot. Uh, we'll find out how they schedule things when Legends of Tomorrow starts. But for right now, sir, let's get into it. It's season two, episode two of The Flash, Flash of Two Worlds. Uh, okay, so at the very end of last week's episode, we met Jay Garrick, who is the Flash on his parallel Earth. Uh, and he explains this to everybody and mentions that he was in a battle with a demonic, a demonic, demonic speedster named Azum, uh, when the singularity brought him to this earth without his powers. Dr. Stein explains to the team how Jay's story could be possible using the multiverse theory, identifying their world as Earth One and Jay's as Earth Two. Which uh, Joe West just, even when put in this simplistic form, can't fucking grasp it, whatever. He's just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to go back into the real world. And uh, I'm going to go do my job. Have fun trying to, somebody call me when they can figure this out. Although I, I figured it out pretty quickly. but that, and, and it seemed like Dr. Stein pointed it out in a relatively simplistic fashion as well. But what you going to do? Uh, Zoom arrives and brings another metahuman from his Earth. Named, Sa- no, this is not Sandman, right? Sandman's Mar, uh, Sand, Sand Demon. Yeah, 
who is not at all Sandman. Uh, And he has come to kill Barry. I think Sand Demon sounds a lot cooler than Sandman. It sure does. Uh, And apparently, if you're not a comic book guy like me, you confuse it with the Neil Gaiman Sandman. Uh, Not as cool as that one either. No. Because that one's Uh, Liam Neeson. And they explain that it's not really sand, which is weird considering how they decide to defeat him. Because it involves it involves it involves assuming he is sand, even though Jay Garrett goes out of his way to be like it's not really sand. Um, it was his molecules are they get uh, really tiny and they can break apart and come back together again. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Jay Garrick didn't know what he was talking about. The two fight, but Sand Demon escapes. Cisco analyzes the yeah. He just turns into dust in the wind. Mm-hmm. Kansas, uh, and we shall carry on, my wayward sons, to the next sentence of the. We're going to stop hamfisting song titles into our conversations now. Uh, Cisco analyzes the quote-unquote sand left behind and has uh, uh, and ha- a Sandra Bullock premonition. Yeah, uh, of the fight between. Uh, see, at first I was I thought he was thinking of. Was was he always remembering? Like, is he always getting visions of things he's not there to witness? Or I this season how... he has been okay. Um, Last season, no, no. Uh, he yeah, he was getting premonitions of the alternate timeline. Yes. Uh, so Cisco analyzes the sand that's left behind and uh, has a flash backwards to the fight between Sand Demon and Barry, uh, and has no idea what's happening to him. Uh, uh, after Sand Demon kidnap, uh, kidnaps Officer Patty Spivet. By the way, she is uh, newly introduced to the show and uh, is a character from the books. Yep, she is a love, not, well, a sort of love interest. Yeah. She loves him. He doesn't love her. She, uh, she wants to join the anti-metahuman task force. Essentially, even though there is no such task force, she wants to be uh, Joe's partner. Yeah, she wants to be Joe's partner. Uh, Jay teaches Barry how to hurl lightning from the energy he creates when he runs. Cisco uses his new power to tap into the quote unquote sand particles to find Patty's location. Barry uses the lightning blast to turn Sand Demon's particles into glass. Even though if he's not really made out of sand, I'm not sure how that could turn sand into glass. But It looked cool. It did look cool. <laughs> uh, and it stopped him. And by stopping him, we mean killed him. Uh, yes, later, it officer, sure did kill him. Uh, later, Officer Spivet joins Joe's metahuman task force. Cisco divulges his new ability to Dr. Stein, but asks him not to tell anyone. Uh, you know, because he might feel weird. What with... Nobody else being a metahuman and all, he would feel left out or... I don't know. I don't know why he's asking him not to tell anyone. Dr. Stein and Cisco are able to locate 52 breaches, though, using mm-hmm. science uh, with the other Earth. Uh, and while showing the team, Dr. Stein collapses into unconsciousness. Glenn, your thoughts on Flash of Two Worlds? Okay. Now, I know I said Gotham was very comic booky, and I still stand by that. Yeah. This one was. This one felt like you took all the elements from a comic book, but it didn't feel like a comic book. Do you know? You get what I'm saying? Uh, kind of. Like a lot of people complain about Watchmen, how it was like 
a page for page adaptation of Watchmen, but it which didn't is feel funny. like yeah. It didn't feel like a comic book, which I disagree. It felt just like the comics. Um, yes. I mean, the blue penis and all. Yes. Uh, but this, I I feel like it was that argument. Like it, it had a lot of things, and I I kind of you know I jokingly said it in the feed about you know keep talking. I kept making my score go down. Yeah. But just because you reference Earth to it, I mean yes, uh, that's cool, but. That's not what I'm just looking for. Like right. in uh, in Winter Soldier, I remember because Aaron like got all giddy and started freaking the fuck out when mm. they said Stephen Strange. Like, okay, cool, yeah, he said his name, but yeah. no, that doesn't mean anything now. That's just a name. You're, yeah. it's like well, you know, we, Family Guy making jokes. They're right. just references. Well, we get we get well, we get excited because that makes it an official official part of canon. He exists in that world, so you know they're going to do something with it. It's it's more of a tease than a anything substantial. Yeah, but the, the, my thing is like it's. I think what did I I said this was like uh, icing, really good icing on a on a cake that most certainly came from like a, a supermarket a supermarket store. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and, and that's and, what it felt like. And me. as people will say, uh, even the worst cake is still good because it's cake, but. Yeah. It's, you know, not the it, best. It could have been better. I felt like it just, I don't know, it just kind of felt a little, I don't know, it was really gnawing. It was just, it was kind of dull. I don't know why. A little bit, yeah. I I, I, I guess I was expecting more cool things with the whole Jay Garrick thing, and he's fine. I think, I mean, it, to yeah, me this episode right. was fine. I mean, if I'm going to rank it, I'll, you know, three, three and a half. Like, it was it was a solid episode. I didn't mind it. Um, It was just, it kind of... It kind of felt like how Gotham was a lot of times last year was it was felt like it was building towards something, but mm-hmm. this something didn't really get me that excited because I feel like I've seen this storyline before, as in last year. Yeah, because uh, of yeah. knowing who Zoom is, like it feels like we're almost doing the exact same thing we did. Oh season. yeah, yeah. I guess we should. That's... I guess we should note that they, uh, the show also closes with a shot on Earth Two, where they're in a much nicer looking Star Labs. Mm-hmm. And a woman is giving students, it looks like, a tour of the facility and telling them all about the things they do there. And then they all stop, and then they look, and the woman's mouth is agape, and she goes, Oh my god, I can't believe it, you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, the the, the founder of Star Labs, Mr. Harrison Wells. And there's uh, Harrison Wells standing proud and tall, and he goes, Hello, children, or something menacing along those lines. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's Zoom, and he's going to be Reverse Flash again, or whatever they're going to call him, and... I mean, I like that those touches, how they're, you know, and that's the thing. That's always, a, to me, that's the fun stuff about DC is the whole multiverse. They mm-hmm. embrace it, whereas Marvel's just kind of tiptoed into it, you know, before they decided to do something so revolutionary and reboot their whole universe. <clears throat> uh, only, you know. Never been done before. Yeah, wasn't done, like, five years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean it's that that kind of stuff is cool. I mean, I I, I like the show. It's uh, it's just uh, I don't know. I, I felt like last year ended so strong, and right. it feels like we're kind of trying to build back up again. Like they're still trying to find their way this season. Yeah, which is fine. They got a lot of things they're juggling. But no, I mean it, it was okay. I give this episode a three as well. It was a popcorn episode. Yeah. it was fine to sit through, and when it was done, I didn't really remember a whole lot of it. Uh, and n- none of it felt particularly important or memorable to me, but, 
Again, I like uh, I like Doctor Stein. He seems, as you mentioned he's last so week, he's, he has a lot of fun. Clearly, he's enjoying. He is hamming up the part. screen. Uh, Joe West is always uh, great uh, as well, even though he didn't have a lot to do this particular I, you episode. You know, I kind of felt like he was taking tabs from uh, Victor Garber. Yeah, like you, it kind of like with the whole like oh I don't get it thing. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of felt like he was being really self aware about it. Yeah, and which is fine. It works. I mean, they it's a very light show, so you can do things like that. The multiverse theory makes perfect sense to me, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I I perfectly got it. But uh, well, we were so, just talking about the Kepler. Yes, you know the, yeah, like the Kepler planets. satellite, and yeah, um, <laughs> Cisco had some again has to because Jay Garrick names Sand Demon Sand Demon, and again Cisco's like you stole my shit. I name the people, but I guess it's a kind of a nice name. Uh, he's like, I would have, that's a name I would have chosen. He does at times this episode, I thought got a little too cutesy to the point of almost annoying. Yeah. I don't think he's a good enough actor to do what they're trying to make him do. He's got to yeah, he's got, cause he was a lot of fun last season. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he's, he's walking a tightrope right now. They're trying to uh, add depth to him. And I don't think like kind of just being a TV character was just fine for Cisco. I, you don't need to fully round him and make him a person. You know? uh, I, I don't know to what level this is considered heresy for the comic book community, but uh, I found uh, Jay Garrick's Flash costume to be absolutely ridiculous and silly. Oh, yeah, no, it's super, it's ridiculous. I mean, his, it, was, it was designed in, like, the 40s, yeah, it's not exactly the... Yeah, <laughs> uh, his, his costume is a t-shirt, some dockers, and a metal helmet with wings on it for some reason. It sure fucking is, and yeah... Yeah, Blue Levi's, man. Weird, it's, uh, weird, weird costume. Uh, I, I would have thought they would have tried to update it a little bit. Something, no, but... that's his costume in the... What is now... Because he's supposed to be more related to, like, Hermes in, in the other one, so... Uh, I, I do have a question. Yeah? Uh, was it ever explained uh, how... I mean, maybe it's just the force of his speed, but I, I'm just curious as to how his... Uh, his metal helmet, which appears to have no straps or anything on it, how it stays on his head while he's running. Uh, it's just one of those things, man. Because I, I really feel like... Maybe, his kinetic, out... maybe so much kinetic energy yeah, he's going creates so quickly. a potential energy around his helmet to stay there. <laughs> Science, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I got nothing for you. It's just like how in the Avengers they uh, you know, are able to talk to each other without me actually ever seeing... Well, them put earbuds into their ears. I mean, that's because Tony Stark has developed uh, uh, like micro-sized Bluetooth earpieces that go inside the ear canal. Yeah, but we've never seen that. Well, no, but I mean, you can just assume, and it makes perfect sense. Oh, you can just assume he's got Velcro in his helmet, Maybe. or potential energy keeps it there. That's right. He's got very. He's got. He's got to do with all that excess energy that's coming his way and that he's, he's creating. That some of it may just stay put. He's got some of that Earth Two Star Labs Velcro that really. Which, keeps... I guess explains why he can go in between universes. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right, fast. Let's talk about Arrow now, Glenn. Ep- uh, series, what, what fucking season is this? Season four, <laughs> episode two, The Candidate. I promise not to tell anybody about me. Two of your guys are dead. You can't do this alone. Let us help. We're just getting started. 
the uh, the team takes out another ghost operation, but Judge Diggle feels like it's not enough, and Oliver continues to worry about Thea's excessive aggression when uh, battling uh, criminals and uh, and the like. And uh, yeah, she's a she's a little aggressive. Uh, meanwhile, Queen family friend Jessica Danforth puts a bid in as the city's new mayor. Uh, Jessica Danforth being played by Jerry Ryan for fans of Star Trek Voyager uh, or that Mortal Kombat web series. Uh, and I think she looked familiar. And I think she was in Boston Legal as well. I'm not sure. I did not yeah. watch that show. Uh, during her announcement, she is attacked by uh, God. What's his fucking name? Lonnie Mansion. Mac- Mac- Anarchy. Just. Uh, Anarchy, spelled like how he would spell his name if he were on Gotham and teaming with the Maniacs with an X. Uh, Or in a video game. Yeah, an anarchist for hire working for Damien Dark uh, while trying to locate him. Uh, Thea's aggressive behavior seriously injures a witness, which uh, forces Oliver to reveal to her the warning Malcolm Merlin gave him before putting Leah, uh, Thea, I called her Leah, because I was looking at Lazarus Pit. Uh, when they put Thea in the Lazarus Pit, it fucked her up. Uh, the team goes after Anarchy, successfully stopping him. But Thea again goes too far. And uh, this time by going too far, instead of breaking the, uh, a witness's arm, she sort of sets Anarchy on fire. Like a lot of fire. And then <laughs> continues to beat his ass while he's on fire. You know, he, I give him a lot of kudos for and a lot of chops for trying to fight her with fire. Yeah, yeah. You gotta fight fire with fire, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later, uh, he uh, somehow is not dead and manages to escape police custody <laughs> en route to the hospital. He's somehow not dead and conscious. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Laurel decides she's going to take Thea back to Nanda Parabat. Nanda Parabat. Uh, to, yeah. find a, to find a way to stop the aggression. Although she tells Oliver that she's taking Thea out on a mini vacay to get a mani-pedi or something along those lines. Get which out Oliver, of for a bit. Which Oliver totally buys. Um, and uh, that's not it, though. She Not only does she want to take Thea back to the Parabat... Uh, to try to figure out what's wrong with her, she's also gonna dig up her dead sister's body and take that to the Lazarus Pit as well. Uh, I guess in the hopes of like, oh yeah, we can th- we can fix the. Uh, I just imagine the scenario where, where Malcolm Merlin's like, oh yeah, yeah, we can fix her, and Laurel's like, oh well, while you're at it, and he, she's just got Sarah's body like over her shoulder like a sack. What can you, just, you do with this? Yeah, can you do anything with this? It's a little decomposed, but. Um, meanwhile, Oliver decides he is going to run for mayor after Jessica backs out of the race. Uh, in flashbacks, <laughs> uh, not only is there a military operation, but apparently they've got, uh, on the, on the old island, apparently not only is there a military operation there, but it looks like they've got, like, migrant workers. Yeah, they got the farming. rare blue flower that yeah, I was uh, only say, blooms on the side of the mountain. Yeah, farming the far, they're farming the Batman Begins flower. And um, Oliver gets busted. And they decide uh, he plays dumb. And they are like, hey, you want to be on our team? And Oliver's like, sure. Totes. What did you think of the candidate, Glenn? Look, I 
I like this episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> it was pretty stupid. Um, there's a lot of dumb things. A lot of dumb things that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I didn't care. Um, no. I don't know why. Uh, I uh, I kind of like the new guy that they introduced. Who's really, really similar to Moss. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what they were going for. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I liked it. I... <sighs> Hmm. I thought, How do I put this? Man. Go ahead. <sighs> Felicity as a CEO is pretty stupid. Oh, yeah. They did. Oh, I forgot to mention. They they did a whole B story where <laughs> she was fired and, not, and rehired all those people with an idea that's going to save the company she doesn't actually have. Yeah. And the company is being so badly mismanaged that she had to fire a shitload of people and et cetera, et cetera. She's not a good CEO. No, um, you're right, and I I completely forgot that any of that even happened until you mentioned it just now. So uh, that is how much that is how much attention it held in my mind. Um, I I really liked Damien Dark this episode. Uh, he, he grew you know up. You know, you're touching me, or your hand is on my body. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> <was> pretty great. <laughs> uh, he yeah he he grew on me a little bit this episode and, I, and I'm kind of buying him obviously now as more of a menacing threat. Like in the trailers, I didn't really know what to expect from that character. And I was just like, so he's just an, a, a mad rich guy who hates Oliver. And I'm like, Oh no, no, no I didn't realize he's a Sith Lord who uses the force. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize he had any of these powers. Uh, <laughs> and he's also very professional about, it. he did not like how anarchy was handling the situation, which you know what? Uh, his name's anarchy. I, I think you really should have expected a little bit of what he was dishing out. Uh, well, like he was an anarchy sh- yet. No, it's you know. Well, sure, but uh, it's revealed at the end of the episode. Yeah, I, you, you'd you think uh, at at first I thought maybe he was going to be like Firefly or something like that because they were well, using that, him that's with... teased in the next one. That's right. That's right. No, wait, I'm thinking Gotham. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotham is. Because he did some shit with fire in this episode too, and I'm like, eh, I wonder. Yeah, but they, but they're, yeah, but it's clear that they're teasing Firefly for for Gotham. So, um, yeah, the uh, I continued. This is the second week in a row where I liked Arrow more than I liked Flash. Yeah, I did like this one more than. Uh, I mean, it's not a lot Flash. more. Yeah. Uh, I will. I like. I uh, like what they're doing with Ollie. You know, I'm glad that they're finally getting around to Ollie being. Yeah, he's going to uh, get to be liberal now because he's running yeah. for office. So we get. To yeah, yeah, I like the the lighter side. I don't necessarily agree with the fact that they had to. I don't. You don't always have to break something down to build it back up. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of. I felt like if they were going to break him down to build him back up, that would have served better in season two. Yeah. Um, because of what. You know that's a that's a much easier uh, metaphor given what is happening around him. Uh, oh, okay, he stops killing people with arrows. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, but there was no other growth besides that. Yeah. Now I don't know if they're trying to say like Felicity is making him a better person. Uh, again, they could have done all of that in season two. Yeah. Uh, instead of wasting a year that no one gave a shit about because they are not Ross or Rachel. Uh, <laughs> No, but it was. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they're finally getting there. 
uh, not making him Batman. There still are. I mean, there's so many, so many things that are similar to Batman Begins in this show. It just boggles my mind sometimes. Yeah, like they're uh, borrowing heavily from the idea or something. Other yeah, than... I don't know. Like you're right though. He is. Someone's making has his own TV show, but he must be a consultant for this or something. They are. They are moving him away though from the yeah, Batman. Yeah, and that's a good. Like, good. That's a good thing. But I just. I don't think the I don't think they had to go that route. I understand that a lot of this has been mapped out, and because it's five seasons, right? And they say it's going to be five seasons. That's it. Um, five or six, one of those two. So it it'll was. Go, uh, it'll go on until people stop watching, is what I think is going to happen. But. Well, I mean, no, they said when they they had a five year plan. Oh, did they? They specifically were like, it's a five year deal. Because it's on the island for five years, so. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh. You know that didn't really stop them. That sticks. We don't have to have wasteful flashbacks. I was gonna say the five year thing hasn't really stopped them. Uh, I mean, stop. They said seven, and whoop, that was it. Yeah, I was gonna. It's like, yeah, it hasn't really, it hasn't really stopped because they, uh, they, they did one season where he wasn't on the island at all, right? So didn't they? Yeah. So last. Well, I mean, he was gone for five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, score score for this week, sir. Uh, I mean, I said three. You know, last one. This this one. This one's a three and a half. I mean, I liked it more, but I didn't think it was anything like crazy special. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. Three and a half for this. The one. more Diggle starts bringing up the the freaking uh uh dead shot, the more I just give me. I want two Suicide Squad episodes a year. Like that's, that's, not, that's just give want. me that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe now they they can't. I don't know if they're maybe they're like, hey, we got that movie coming up. We don't want to have confusion in the marketplace. Nah, they can. They're, I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna have two different flashes. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're gonna have confusion in the marketplace. I, I think people under. I don't. I don't think people are so stupid that they everything has to be uh, connected for them. I I don't. I don't think that really matters. No, I don't think so. But you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of Christmas stories of a kid who wants a Flash action figure for Christmas, and mm-hmm. the dad who doesn't know jack shit about comic books, TVs, or movies is gonna go in there and see two different Flashes and not know which one to get. Yeah, uh, I I think they'll just probably have a generic Flash. The television fair. show, yeah. I mean, the television show is popular enough that I'm just. I don't I, like. And if you're a good enough father, you'll probably pay attention to which Flash your yeah. kid likes. I mean, it. Do, I mean, it, you're right. It doesn't have to be connected, but I think they should take advantage of the fact that the show is actually fairly popular. Uh, you know, like you should take advantage of that. It's already built in. It's already got an audience. You could do. I think with the multiverse thing, that to me is. The, oh sure, sure. It opens the the window because it's to me it 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 just is more fun. You're allowed to have more independent stories. Not everything has to be tied together. You know, like where the Marvel Universe, everything's tied together, which is stemming from the fact that what's his nuts, uh, Thanos wants to get the Infinity Gauntlet, but has already given away one, maybe two of those stones. So what a fool to acquire all of them, you know, (laughs) that that kind of logic when you try and, you know, make things so drawn out for 15 years, you. You you might have some loopholes you you may need to ignore for sure. Uh, all right, so we're gonna take off for this week, but uh, we'll be back next week. Glenn and I will. 
Uh, talking season two, episode three of The Flash called Family of Rogues. And season four, episode three of Arrow called Restoration. Restoration.